Welcome to the Full Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Marion Ingram. And in this podcast, we hold space for our highest self, our full soul self. We explore ways on how to have a full life through self-love, mindfulness, healing, letting go of our fears, and stepping into our bigness. In each episode, I have intimate conversations with beautiful and inspiring people as they share their stories of travel, wellness, and spirituality. We go deep with entrepreneurs, artists, travelers, wellness practitioners, and all around dope souls. So get excited and inspired to take that trip, start that business, forgive whoever hurt you, and to deepen and discover your full soul. Welcome back to the Full Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Marion Ingram, and this is our first episode of 2020. So welcome and thank you for tuning in. Okay, so this episode actually wasn't planned because I do have several episodes that are waiting and winged to for you to dive in and listen to, but I thought that I would come on here and do a solo episode for so many different reasons, but you know, a lot's been put on my heart to speak about and I just wanted to have a little one-on-one. So today's episode is going to be about tapping into your inner knowing and really figuring out how to, how to become your full soul self, your best self. So this week we lost a legend, Kobe Bryant, and along with his daughter, Gigi Bryant, and along with seven other individuals that died in a helicopter crash on Sunday. And honestly, it hit me hard. It was really, really hard taking in the news because you're in full disbelief because you don't think someone like Kobe what is just going to die the next day or when, whenever you wake up, whenever you find the news, it's just something really hard to take in. Um, but as I sat with myself this week so far, just reflecting upon like one, you know, why I feel so personally emotional about this. He, you know, Kobe Bryant is, he played his career with the Lakers for 20 years He won five championships, and as a Los Angeles native, it just means something. It's just so impactful to lose someone of his caliber. And while this episode is not going to be a sad one at all, I want to, I've been very, like a lot of you guys, have been very inspired by Kobe's life and the way he chose to live and how he was really set apart from everyone, all of his teammates. He was always very different. And I want to talk to you guys about tapping into your inner knowing. And Kobe Bryant is someone who, one, is such a huge reflection of what I believe it means to be a full soul. He f- embodied that. He lived his life to the absolute fullest. And he got, he allowed himself 
to tap into that part of him that was greater than any of his circumstances, any of his peers. He was able to tap into what he calls the mamba mentality. And as I think about who he was as a person and why he was so great, I like to reflect upon, you know, a few lessons that I've taken from him. And this has been for years. I mean, I've been a Kobe fan since he stepped on to the Lakers. I grew up in a Kobe household. My dad was a baller. My brother was a baller. My little brothers were ballers. Like this, I grew up in a basketball household, um, but more so than anything else, a Lakers household and more so than anything else. Kobe fans, like 100%. And, um, you know, some of the the things that I think that set Kobe apart from his others, from others were he was able to tap into that part of himself that um, you have to go deep. And he talks a lot about, you know, one of the greatest times of his life and his career was when when he pulled his Achilles. And he had to really sit with himself. And I'm using this example because if you've been listening to the podcast, I've talked about from myself and other people talking about going through a really hard time and how that honestly is one of the best times for you to go through. It doesn't feel like it when you're when you're in it. But if you allow yourself to, one, sit and rest and really get to know yourself, really get to figure out what makes you tick, who are you, you know, when you start asking yourself those deep questions, that's when you really start to change and evolve. And one of the things that Kobe Bryant always talked about was when he, after every game, he would rewatch every single game. And this is something that was very uncommon for the average player to do. But he was a constant student of himself so he can become better. And I like to look at that as like, what areas of our lives are we studying ourselves? And then are we able to like look back and like, this is what I did wrong But not dwell on that, not go into like a depression. Oh my God, I failed. I made a mistake. I lied. I cheated. I injured myself. I, you know, have all this debt. Whatever those things are that are kind of negative that most people um, beat themselves up about, examine those parts of yourself and look at like, how can I improve from the situation? How can I now be better from the situation? How can I use this hardship? How can I use this depression? How can I use this disappointment or loss to now become better and really get to know yourself? And so one of the things that for me, how I've been able to tap into that inner knowing, and you know, this is going to sound like a broken record because I always talk about meditation, how powerful meditation is to get to know yourself. Um, something about tuning out all the noise, all the opinions, all the scrolling, all of the 
outside world and tuning into yourself, but getting to a place of real stillness. And you'll have moments, you'll have seconds, you'll have maybe minutes of just nothingness. And when I tell you those moments are golden, they're like you're unlocking this new part of yourself. Because when you do meditate, when you do take in that stillness, you'll have a thousand voices going on in your head. You'll be thinking about what you want to eat, what you, your boyfriend from college, like you'll be thinking about places you want to travel or like, oh my God, I need to pay this bill. Like all these simultaneously, somehow the power of the mind, you have all these thoughts that just swell up in your mind. And when you really get to a practice of one with breath, using your breath and really digging deep and breathing in, almost expanding your, I like to think of meditation when I meditate, when I, you know, breathe in, it's like almost like an expansion of my brain, like, like a balloon, like feeling. And you get to a point where it's almost going to pop where you have, you have no thoughts there. There's like, Nothing is coming in and it's just this dark space of time that is like the magic time. And if you've meditated and you've had those moments, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But for me, tapping into my own inner knowing is going within and really asking myself those really challenging questions of what do I want? Who do I want to be? What do I like? Just asking yourself really, really hard questions. And as I look back at my time before I went to India, and I was in a really dark place, and I really just took the time and almost like I myself went down, got down on a childlike level and talked to my inner child and asked her, What does she want? Why is she hurting? How can we make this better? And listening to that inner child, that inner knowing, and allowing that to really guide you. Because you, I promise you, when you tap into yourself, that is the best guide. No one else can tell you who to be, where to go, what you should do better than yourself. When you go into practice and you allow yourself to show up, Because if you realize there's so many layers of other things that we put on ourselves that you have this huge disconnection of self. And I see it so many times. I meet so many people. It doesn't matter how successful they feel they are in their careers, how much money is in the bank account or how much money is not in the bank account. It doesn't matter their sexuality, their religion. It doesn't, those things don't really matter. Um... In the sense of having that self-fulfillment, having that sense of self that gives you so much confidence and so much awareness that really nothing can send you off your track. And it really goes back to having a practice of it. And referring back to Kobe, he was a man of constant practice and constant study and constant questioning and curiosity of self, but also the world around him. And he was someone that he's, well, one of the examples that I, that I love about Kobe, he talks about how he became a great basketball player. 
And he, he, t- he shared this story about how when he started out, he wasn't good at all. Like, he sucked. Like, he wasn't good. He His first summer playing in a camp, he scored zero points. And that summer, he just kept practicing and practicing. The next summer, maybe he scored four. And the next summer, he improved. He got better. But he said that most people may train, you know, one or two hours a week. He was training two to four hours a day. And he said, that's how you become, that's how you become great. That's how you surpass everyone is you go back to the fundamentals and you get those, the basics down, whatever that is in your life and whatever that means for you. For him, it was like dribbling, but it was like a practice of like constantly dribbling, which honestly is like very meditative. Like when you think about what you're doing in meditation, you're repeating the breath over and over and over. You're repeating the breath over and over and over. So when he was dribbling, it's like a very meditative state. When you're shooting the same thing constantly over and over and over, that becomes a very meditative state. So he was able to tap into that part of himself that was great. And so how we apply those things for ourselves is what are the areas in our lives that we can improve upon? For me, you know, I'm journeying off into, I'm starting over in a sense of like, I'm podcasting, I'm putting myself out there more. And, you know, that comes with a lot of fear. It really does. It comes with a lot of fear of putting yourself out there. But for me, I'm, I'm now like challenged by him to let me be speaking every day, recording myself every day, improving on my vocabulary, watching other interviewers, watching other storytellers. How do, how can I improve myself constantly and use that inner knowing of like, I know who I am. I know what's within me, but like a constant practice of it. Because I t- when I tell you, Every time I fall out of practice is when everything falls by the wayside. When I fall out of my diet, when I fall out of my water drinking, when I fall out of my meditation, when I fall out of working out, when I fall out of surrounding myself with positive people or my intake is positive, there's no way to be great when you don't have a practice to be great. You don't just manifest greatness. It comes from hard work. It comes from constant repetitive behavior um, to improve. It comes from constantly looking at the parts in your in your life where you can be greater. And you know, for me, some of the the things that I have to challenge myself is like in the areas of relationships and like how can I be a better communicator? How can I express myself more? How can I set my boundaries more? Because that's really big for me is like I constantly, maybe from a child was just very, I would hold in my feelings and I wouldn't express myself. So it's like I'm doing myself a disservice by not expressing my needs, not expressing when someone does step over my boundaries. And that plays into your self-love. It plays into honoring yourself and showing up for your highest self and allowing her or him to be like, you know what? I don't feel good when you do X, Y, and Z, or 
I want to do X, Y, and Z, or just being very vocal. These are just one area, but there's so many other areas that we diminish ourselves and we don't allow ourselves to show up for our full selves. Um, It just, I'm just, I just feel very inspired by the way he chose to live his life and the work that he did. And for me, you know, this podcast, <clears throat> really, we really t- touch in on fear. And for me, it's something that, you know, one of the reasons why that is a, a topic, an overall topic, is because it's something, it's my biggest challenge. It's something that I constantly have to overcome, that fear, that uh, feeling like not enough or feeling like imposter syndrome, like who am I to do this? Who Who's going to listen to me? you know, doubting myself constantly and having to remind myself constantly, having to remind myself through affirmation, through meditation, through making sure that I'm around people who reinforce, you know, who I know I am. Um, And that's something that I struggle with over the new year. I just, I, it was just a very, very challenging new year for me mentally and um which is why I haven't put out an episode which I have countless of episodes waiting and they're so good (laughs) which um but you know I also used to be someone that would be I beat myself up I am my worst enemy and I'm like I need to be my best friend. I need to be my cheerleader. I need to be my biggest supporter. I need to be everything that maybe I'm looking for in some someone else. I have to be that for myself first because then you teach people how to treat you. Teach people how to show up for you. You teach people what you need when you are able to give that to yourself. So I want to encourage you guys to kind of think about what areas in your life can you improve upon? Like if it's your finances, your spending patterns, that's something for me. It's like I have to look at my spending pattern and how can I improve upon having more money or saving more money or investing more money and looking at my patterns and like what are those triggers? Because they're, you know, sometimes when things aren't the best when things when you're doing things out of emotion most likely you're being triggered by something that you haven't dealt with so looking at what are those areas in your life that are triggering you i said that funny <laughs> what are those areas in your life that are tr- for instance if you really have this desire to travel but you don't have the funds but you see me traveling you see someone else traveling you see travel influencers constantly tra- traveling and it becomes like a trigger you you're like well how can they do this you feel jealous you feel all these emotions like i'm not able to do it it makes you not feel good about yourself so my suggestion for you is when you do get triggered, especially through Instagram, because so many of us do get triggered from seeing other people's highlight reels, is sit in that moment, sit in that feeling. And instead of like acting out, let's, for instance, let's say you 
you're acting out. I'm going to use me as an example. I emotionally eat. So for me, I emotionally eat. Oh my God, I saw that, you know, my friend is in Antarctica. I have no idea why I use that example. It's the first country that came, or it's not even a country, country that came to my mind. My friend is in Antarctica, and I really want to go to Antarctica, but I don't have the money to go to Antarctica today, and I feel triggered, so I'm going to emotionally eat to make me feel better. So instead of doing that, I pause, and I sit in that feeling. One, I, well, one, I don't feel jealous of people traveling. I'm always like, yay, but an example. But I sit in that feeling, and I send them positive energy send them love making sure that sending them energy that nothing happens to them on their trip giving out once when you give you feel better and then sit in that feeling of myself and know that you know what this may not be happening for me today but it doesn't mean it's not going to happen for me in the future that I can't take this as inspiration that I can't take this as like I want this to be a goal. I want to go to Antarctica. So I'm going to research how to get to Antarctica, how much the flights are, how much it costs to stay, what kind of stay do I want to stay in, how big is my budget, do they have hostels there, do they have five-star hotels there? Most likely not. But I'm going to do the work in the sense of like, okay, what do I need to do? So now that I have this information, how much is this going to cost me? Is it going to cost me, what is my, but it's going to cost me around 25 to 4,500. Okay. So that now you have a range of a budget that you can work with. And then you can set another goal. All right, let me save this money or let me get my side hustle on and make this money and <laughs> not just save it, but like, let me do something to make this money for this trip outside of my job. Like, let me do this project that's going to bring in this income so I can go to Antarctica and have this money. And let me set a goal for myself. Like, these are basic things, basic things. But in the moment when we're scrolling through Instagram, we don't think of it like that. You may want a husband. You may want a baby. You may want, you know, a house. Look at those things that you desire and send out good energy for someone else who has it. You know, send out positive energy for the people who have it, has it, because if they're getting blessed, trust me, your blessing is on the way. Like, it's not far whatsoever as long as you're not blocking it and you block it you block your blessings by you know dismissing other people you know you block your blessings by gossiping you block your blessings by rolling your eyes and just having kind of like hateful energy and not being happy for people you block your blessings in that way and when you allow yourself to be happy for someone else or just to you know, be proud or encourage them, you open yourself up for so many other ways that this trip can manifest itself. This money can come in. Somebody can call you and just be like, I want to bless you with some money, or I want to give you a, a job that is the exact amount of money that you need for this trip that you got to do in a day instead of a week. Like there's so many ways that when you are open 
and you don't allow the triggers to pull you down, but you honor the feeling. You're human. You honor the feeling and you allow yourself to feel it, but then you release it by giving out good energy. And then you do the work. You do the work to improve so that you aren't constantly being triggered over and over and over so that you're not constantly in the same cycle. And I see Kobe as such a huge example of that. Like, 